Tonight's DJ and TV show are sponsored by the following. DJ Event Planner. Electro Voice. Max Photo Booth and DJ Booth Design. DJ Trivia and DJ Bingo. ProX Direct. NLFX Professional. Promo Only. Odyssey Cases. Perfect Portals. JMoz Lighting. And Instant DJ Requests. Along with the DJ and TV insiders at DJNTVtraining.com. Bunny and welcome to Monday night. We made it. You survived the hardest day of the work week for those uh, schmucks who have the day jobs. Day but jobs. for us as DJs, it's like your first, like it's like your Saturday, right? It's like you know, you just came off the look. And I hope everybody's having a great night tonight. We are gonna try Ooh. not to be Debbie Downers, and MJ is <laughs> gonna try not to like play music while we're trying to talk. And then we get our show gets bumped off Facebook. It's like no. Oops, that's not the right one. I want to put that one right there. Alrighty, I think we're ready. Yeah. Everything's in sure? place. Everything's in place. Good. We got people joining us on Facebook. We got people joining us on YouTube. We got people out there on Twitch. Oh, it's just a fabulous day. Oh, hey everybody. Fantabulous day. So, guys, tonight I wanted to talk about music because this is something people have been kind of talking about a little bit on the sides. Specifically, that that the whole concept of moving from a owning your music, having your music on your computer to streaming, is in the works and it is in the future at some point, is what people have been reporting it. And there's been things like for those of you who are into the Apple world, which is what I am, there's been some things that have happened in the Apple world in the last two two uh, operating systems that have made us think that this might be something legitimate and real. And um, and and then there's been some other did some more snooping around over the weekend and such, and and we've got some mixed results on on another aspect. But we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what happens when beyond getting music from our our pools. We can't get a hold of music that we can play on our software. What are we going to do? And or what, what's going to happen with that? So we're going to dig into that. Yeah. I have one word uh -huh. to answer that question. YouTube. Well, and, and, and I think that's going to be that concept of truthfully of, of people stealing music. I think there's a real, this is going to become a real thing. Um, to well, I mean, go ahead. Yeah, and this becomes this becomes something that we definitely have to worry about because I mean the pools are great and all, but for the most part, you know, most of the most of the legitimate ones are servicing, you know, currents. Yeah. And and in order to go back and get, get the old stuff, you have to like get videos or or something like that. And so as a result, if you are attempting to stay legitimate, at some point you have a problem because you're like, well, I'll just buy it off of Amazon or I'll buy it off of iTunes and that becomes an issue if that's not available. So it's like, where do you turn? Exactly. And and for the longest time, I mean, Am or Apple Music was something that I used a lot when there would be that one song. It's somebody like, comes up and says, hey, can you play that song off this album? And in many cases, you know, I've got my CD collection back here somewhere. 
and I know actually it's like, gosh, I haven't played that song since I had the CD. You know, and it, it, as an example, there was a Bob Dylan. I, I haven't played Bob Dylan more than twice. First time I bought the CD for a wedding. And then somebody was at, uh, at a show last fall and they're like, Hey, could you play a song from Bob Dylan? And he threw some green on the table. It's like, I got pretty good internet. Sure, I'll go buy it. And I go to the, in Bob Dylan's greatest hits. Like, you know what? I'm just going to buy the whole thing. Click, boom, bought it, and it was on. And I've been able to play it on my computer. Now, we just updated my son's computer and got him set up on one, and none of those songs are playable anymore because they have changed their whole methodology of how they work in their new operating systems. Clarify. Okay. Uh, I I want to clarify before I say what I was going to say. Uh, it, it's a DRM thing, just so people kind of know what's going on with that, right? Explain to them a little bit how Mac is kind of controlling a little bit of that. Yeah, the the DRM basically they have put in some digital right management tools and in, into their music so that only I well it isn't iTunes anymore. Only music, Apple Music, and uh, really only Apple software can play it. So you've got this song, and and the, the early uh, way people have been mentioning how they're working around this is they just load everything up on their phone and they're running their phone in as a, uh, uh, you know, as a, a, another audio source. So you've got your, your ability to mix and scratch and do overlays and everything and then we go to our phone. And we go back to the controller and we can mix and do this and we can do that and we can drop in this and then we can do the, the stem stuff and we go back to our phone. It's exciting. I mean, I'm so looking forward to that. I know another way that you can get those songs. Uh-huh. By sending me a direct check or, or, or cash <laughs> through PayPal or cash, um, you can have the songs you want. Those are two. I've just solved your problem twice. You know, you can go to YouTube or just send me money. You so is it the end of the show? Or are we going to keep going? Yeah, 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 we'll, we'll just you know put your we'll put your uh, Venmo you know thing up on there. Yeah, but I do get offers all the time for my entire library, and I don't sell it just because. I, I'm now looking at exactly what you're talking about, that it's going to be tougher for newer DJs to get some of this stuff. And I'm going to be like, I got it, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't. I'll take the gig. Thank you. Next. I, and I, I think that's going to be a real part of us going forward is I think this could lead back to the days when we were that music was uh, tougher to get and tougher to deal with. And it's not so much that you might have had like our situation, 1600 songs are that we're, we have are dead to virtual DJ. And yes, there's workarounds. We could have it, and you could have the music app in, on the computer. I'm and guessing they're dead to all the softwares, right? Not just virtual. Correct, so yes, yes, it is. It's like the virtual's not working, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, just, it's dead to everything but Apple's uh, proprietary software. So you're sitting there with that, and it's like, okay, so now what does what does that mean for those uh, those folks who didn't have it? You know, it used to be when people would say, hey, you know, how do we get a music library? And it's like, well... You take about five hundred dollars to uh, Apple or to iTunes, and you can buy a really good, you know, the old, a lot of the old reliables, and then get a get a, a subscription somewhere, and you're pretty much set. Well, those days are kind of gone. That uh, you can't do that uh, like we used to, which is, I, on one hand, it's it's scary for those of us who had so much money invested into the that that music. On the flip side, there's a part of it that's kind of intriguing because could this lead to separating? The DJs who are, are uh, you know, the starting out DJs, is it going to be one of those, the barrier to entry is going to be higher and uh, and make it more difficult for uh, for folks to get in? Well, here's a question that I have, and, and maybe you know the answer, maybe you don't, but is this something that's, because you mentioned a couple of times, it's built into the Mac operating system. Is this something that you've seen or run into with the PC side? Because... Yes, it will be on the PC side okay. also. It's just that it's got to okay. be, um, if you still have iTunes and it functions on your computer, then you're still good. But they're going to, uh, de- they're depreciating iTunes, which is the software direction to be able to pay for or to buy individual songs. Mm-hmm. And then once once you, that's gone, you there's just no way you can do anything. All you can do is, you know, you have a- Apple Music and you pay for everything and you get to download. So that's kind of... Kind of uh, um, really a sad reality of the direction everything is going right now with that. Is it sad? Yes. It is a little bit, again, because of that, but it could be one of those things where in the long run it is a good thing because it could be that separating thing that before somebody could have taken. You know, give me all your requests. I'll go buy them on, on Apple Music. Yes, now they can make it. They could still go with their subscription 
and they could go find all those songs and put them into a playlist and stream it. Or they can, you know, if you can download it, you can play it off off that. But it's not as the mixing isn't as good as Virtual DJ. Even if you just set Virtual up to do it by itself, it's going to do a better job than Apple Music will, as Apple Music fades one out and fade, brings the next one in. What about programs like Virtual and um, Record Box that have streaming services? Now that's going to be. Uh, I think that's an area in which they're going to have to continue to up their game a little bit because there are services that are there, but they're not complete music-wise. And if they can be able to fill in some of those holes and be able to have, you know, kind of the bigger the bigger hits from the, you know, the, the oldies are really where the problem lies, getting, getting can, the newer music. I, between Virtual DJs, iDJ Pool, and Deezer, I don't think there's anything I can't get. And I have had people challenge me mm-hmm. if it's there. And... Between those, I could DJ the whole night off of that and, ne- and never need anything else ever. So that's where I think it's coming to because there's, it, there is, I'm telling you, that the one club in West Virginia the, with the college place, there are people that come in there to, to do sets that do their 100% of their entire night off online. Mm-hmm. No downloaded music whatsoever. So there are DJs already into that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the- one thing. The the one thing that I think I, I struggle with this is, you know, we've talked about the whole, I don't remember how many years ago this was that we talked about it, but from the standpoint of, you know, playing at certain places that you don't have internet connection. And so there was the ability to, you know, pick the songs that you're going to do and to, um, you know, in essence, download them for offline play, you know, but, but it's set up so that after so many days, it like kicks itself out. The thing that I have a struggle with that is just the fact that I would have to do that and set that up every so many weeks to to download them. Now, if I could just be like, click, do all that again, like like have a folder that I create or almost like a hard drive space, if you will, that I would would have set aside and said, okay, automatically do all those. What do you mean? Because well, with Dan, the way at least Spotify um, is, you can download everything. Like I download like seven or eight different playlists on on Spotify, and as long as my subscription's active, I don't have to re-download the songs. But if um, I sign out, the songs are unplayable for me. With yeah, no, I'm refer I'm referring to like Deezer and the IDJ pool and and yeah. things like oh, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of how Spotify works, and and yeah, once you. Once you reconnect after, you know, or, or have that online, it resets it All for Spotify. Once every 30 days, once a month, whatever their billing period is a yeah, month, yeah. you have to log on once a month. You don't have to do anything other than log on, and then it shows that you have a renewed license and everything you had before Stays. is still there. That's At least once a month, you have to sign on showing that you're still subscribed. Once every, thir- whatever they do it, 30 days, I don't know if they yeah, do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get that. So it it puts that entire grouping into your system. Whatever you have chosen to download offline, okay. What they're calling, yes. it's there. Okay, so that's what stays. Okay, that's so that's the there. piece that I was missing. Got it. I knew it in Spotify. I wasn't sure for these other groups. Yeah, they do give you the option in the IDJ pool to put all of them in a separate folder. Uh, I forget what it's called. It's like digital downloads. It's called like it's yeah. built in there. So it gives you that option to keep all those separate if you choose to. But the more important thing is, is I mean, we've answered all these questions before, mm-hmm. uh, but let's take a step back. Something you showed us, you shared with us before the show. What do people do if they're in your position, John? You, you've done some research that might save some people. Yeah, and, and again, <laughs> they, crying. There's, there's a couple of different things out there. Um, one, and let's, let's just go back to Spotify. There, there are different applications out there. There's different uh, desktop programs specifically that will allow you to pirate the songs from Spotify. Now, the problem with the Spotify ones is that the um, the quality of the recording or however they pull these songs isn't as great as it, it sounds better on Spotify than it does from the from that service. So there's many of those little kind of under-the-radar services that are saying, our sound is better, we can have better sound than they do. And that, so there's they're out there. Um, yeah, it's kind of... I would I would say it's almost like downloading an MP3 from YouTube, which is easily done with a little YouTube, uh, Google searching. But there are apps out there that will specifically talking Apple Music that will go and they will be they will convert a song from Apple Music 
to um, to a MP3, or there's a couple of different uh, methodologies for that. And if you're getting your lossless Apple music stuff, this will convert it, but it's a one-to-one -one because basically what it's doing is you don't hear anything, but it's playing the song and it's recording the song, and then it writes all the tags and adds all the meta information, and then exports it as a uh, as a file that can be played anywhere. So that's truly what I did. The actual framework of that software, there's Chinese lights. That there's that this company's got that light, and this company's got that light, and this company's got that light. They just have different name tag on them. That's what it really felt like. So I started using a couple of them, and each one had a different bug that was <laughs> causing it to crash. And then I found one that actually functioned. The problem is when you have 1,600 songs and it takes approximately six minutes to do the conversion and to write the files, I started it Saturday, and it, what was it, 700 songs in MJ? Is that what it was, six, seven? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's roughly not quite half done, and it started Saturday. So it's been on there for, let's, let's call it 36 hours straight of doing this. So it's not, you know, taking any just background of the computer, it's just doing that, but it's going to take me another time. But how long would it have taken you to go and find those songs from a download service? I, I, there were a couple 30. of songs I could not find. I literally was looking, and uh, the only place I could find anything would have been YouTube to pull that. And it's like, gosh, I don't want to go from a really good version of that song to uh, to a, a, a crappier. You know, that's just going to sound less on the sound system. So that's I don't understand that because you can download YouTube at the highest quality any MP3 could. I mean, if you're going lossless file, there is a difference. But number one. To have the song is to have the song, and number two, the guys who complain about like, oh yeah, it's a lossless file, but you're playing it on, you know, two hundred and fifty dollars speakers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When you're playing, walk it on away something. from me before I, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I pull those gems. <laughs> no, but but again, the, the thing that the thing that we've said before is, you know, yes, it says you are downloading it at three twenty, but is it really three twenty? You know what I mean, like. Yeah, if it sounds like 320, would you consider to me if it sounds like 320, I'm happy enough. Are 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 would you be happy that that way? If it sounds like it. But I've I've in a pinch had someone who requested a song who was only, you know what I mean, like it only existed on YouTube. And so I've gone that route, right? <laughs> and I've played it through. And what it sounded like and what it sounded like going through those speakers is two very different things. Like yeah. what I heard on my what I heard on my computer speakers, everything sounded great. When I put it through the amplified system, it didn't sound 320, even though it said it was 320. Mm -hmm. Now yeah. there could have been a multitude of things. It could, you know, this was a, you know, this was a third rate act. You know what I mean? This was not a national group that put their music up on YouTube. This was somebody who recorded their stuff and put it up. So some of the issue could have been within that. But I've known that there's also been issues that you know it's condensed to make the streaming, you know, simpler to make, to make it go faster, to make, take less space, to take less data, all the lovely stuff that goes with that. So some of it could also be that. Or, or they just plain could have asked for a song that sucked on any level of, <laughs> any mm -hmm. level of <laughs> Oh no, I'm just, I'm talking about YouTube also like downgrades to make that, to make the data and all that go faster. It's, you ask people that are into like the really, really high, you know, four and eight K video stuff until YouTube really started putting it in there. They, they would complain constantly that, you know, that YouTube's compression would kill their beautiful recordings. Mm -hmm. So it's, it is, it's not as good as a lossless file, but to me, I would rather have a I legitimately have a crappy version of a song I could actually play or not have that song. Right. Yeah. I, I, other I can... people, but other people are the opposite way. If they had a crappy version, they wouldn't play it because they wouldn't be caught dead playing a crappy version. So it, it kind of depends on what you want to achieve. I, I that's why I think I don't know. Um, so a lot so, of questions. They're firing. Yeah, they're fast going. They're going. The you chat. guys, thank you guys for being uh, active in the chat tonight. Uh, now the Amazon thing. The Amazon, as of right now, uh, from what I was re uh, reading over the weekend from a couple of those companies that are doing that, is right now you can still buy. Like I just looked up. Uh, 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 Peter uh, Townsend, uh, his song, uh, Let My Love Open the Door. That was a song that I had purchased off iTunes because that was the only place I could find it at that time. It is on Amazon, and I can. I did find out uh, how to buy it. 
there's some things that I was looking for from like for the Beatles today. I could only buy it if I bought the whole album, which I didn't need to because I already had it. But there, as of right now, you can get your MP3s. But from what these companies are saying in their little des- descriptions of how their software work, they don't think Amazon's going to continue that for much longer. That Apple, they were going to let Apple be the guinea pig, and now that Apple's been doing it and they're trying to get their Amazon, um, their Amazon live streaming uh, thing going. I wouldn't be surprised if this ability to buy this song for $1.29 is going to be gone and sometime in the future. Hopefully not for a while because that's about the only place. Um, if somebody comes up with that weird that weird song out of left field and you're like, okay, now i got to try to find it. How many versions do you want? Because I just found a whole bunch of versions. No, <laughs> Depends where you're looking. Here's, here's the thing that I, I also kind of... It baffles me, I guess, in some aspects, right? So Amazon is as big as they are. Apple is as, as big as they are. You know, what, in, in my viewpoint, what does it hurt to have servers with these songs loaded where, where, they're, where they're making? Yes, I understand they're making, they're potentially making more off the streaming and they're, sa- they're seeing their sales numbers of these MP3s going way down. But in the same respect, I kind of wonder, like, at what point is it, serve them or, or or is it is it so bad that they don't like oh why let's get rid of it like why not just keep it that's yeah and that's a that's a really confusing thing it's because apple has a way of only limiting you to you can only have five computers authorized to play a song so i can have my main laptop my secondary laptop and then a couple of them in the house to play a song and then that's that's it five computers they can control that they've controlled that for years and there were times where i deauthorized my dj computer for some stupid reason and then i I was at a show and it's like oh crap i can't play those songs i have to now try to find internet which i did and, and got it going again so they've had the ability to manage that and that's why it's just so confusing why are they taking that away when they could have managed it as they were because if you download that song that song has potential to be given or sold to other people the stream song you can't that's all it is they're controlling the end revenue but there's no way if this if it's not authorized on one of those five computers there's something in the song file that only responds to the authorization on one of those five computers so i could give you the track and there's no way that you're going to get that track to work. Even if you did purchase it or you had that right. song authorized in yours, if you if I gave you the track, the, the audio file, even though you, you'd have to download it yourself because you, you couldn't play it. Right. That's what I'm saying. They're controlling that, whether it's sold or given, that if I want it, I have to go through my own channels. Right. Yeah. That's what they're trying to control. Yeah. And it's... They have the ability to lock it down. Yeah. Then, then they have the ability, like without having, you know, they have the ability to lock it down with a sold piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, they can lock it down per computer. It's like that was great. Then, as DJs, so I'm going to start a letter writing campaign. Ah! Dear Tim Cook, I'm going to see how far I get. I think I, I think I can luck do with it. that one. I think I can do it. Yeah, I'll send him uh-huh. a picture of my my. Uh, my little poodle is, you know, and she's riled up. That'll take care of it. Wow. <sighs> um, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I mean, my reply on when, because we have this, like, I'm, you, you all know that I'm not a people person, but I'm on a, a group chat, one group chat with two other people, and they're both on this <laughs> video tonight. The only group chat. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what other group chat are you on? The only one. <laughs> And uh, uh, John was mentioning about this being a topic, and my reply back, I think, was about the most appropriate. But my my reply back is, you know, don't use an a- Apple then, use Windows. But that isn't a solution for everybody. I mean, I know in my mind it is that simple, but feel, feel free to expand on that. But, I mean, well, even with that, MJ, so if you're on a Windows machine and if you're wanting to to stay as legitimate as possible, and, and you're really concerned about the music sources that you're playing. Uh, I, I don't even, yeah, besides Amazon, I mean, there are there places you can go and you can legi- buy songs from. I just don't think there are that many sources out there. Beyond, you know, you get your pool, you can get music videos, as Dan was saying, you get some of the oldies. But to buy some of that stuff, you, if once Amazon's no longer servicing us, we are kind of in a tough spot to be 
considering ourselves legitimate. So we've been now forced to go to uh, illegitimate ways to get our music. And then once that's done, it's like, well, we're we're breaking the law anyway, so we might as well go to you know Fred's uh, Fred's music download service from France, where we can download you know twenty thousand songs that are the hottest songs ever and be done, and pay him ninety nine dollars. Or what I mentioned to you, because you said you had a bunch of promo only CDs, um, I think that's going to be a market. I think it might be, and, and uh, as I was thinking about this, is the number of songs as I was going through that sixteen hundred list are songs that I had and I used to play, and it's like okay, you know, the version I, I ripped back in two thousand nine, which was a, I'm having huge problems with some of those early early songs because. We rip, we didn't know how to rip them properly, and the software back then wasn't that good. Saving <laughs> space too, you didn't want to down, you didn't yeah. want to rip them. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So 160 was what most of them were ripped at at that particular time, and and you know I thought that was great. Well, now I want to do better than that. So there's been times where it's like, okay, I know I've got this, and I don't like this version. Oh, look, it's on iTunes. Click buy, and now I've I've been playing the iTunes version of this song uh, for the longest time, just to replace things with the higher quality. Well, now. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, you know, maybe I need to go and grab my my CDs and start uh, going through and re-ripping them at that higher rate. Like you said, some of the older songs, that, like in the future, I know you can get stuff illegally. Uh, I think this show is not about finding it illegally because I did a show a while back about that and caught a lot of heat. Um, but I don't care, obviously. Uh, but uh, there are people who do want to go the legal route and getting the older songs to be playable inside a music software is going to be, I think it's going to be very difficult in the future. If you can get them, you're probably going to pay a lot for them to where you're playing. What was it, Dan? That one on, on Amazon was a dollar 30. Oh, 29. Yeah. yeah something like yeah. that. Yeah. So in the future to buy, you might have the option to buy it, but it may cost you five or $10 per song. So buying, buying someone else's CDs could be an option you know, that sort of thing. Because mm-hmm. I think that's what it comes down to is money. If they can figure out a way to make money for anything, like literally, literally, if they could, if they could say, I can make money from shaking a baby, there would be people out there shaking babies. No doubt. Period. Whatever, I, in this world, if someone can figure out a way to make money, it doesn't even matter if it, if, if it doesn't matter. If They'll do it. dangerous or... Someone will someone. do it. Yeah, but, definitely, definitely... Uh... People out there doing. I love that. the chat tonight. You guys are freaking awesome. Yeah. Thank you all. I, I've been. I haven't been answering anything. I'm just reading them. I'm like here with my popcorn. Going. Yeah. How we mentioned uh, that you know buying a CD and and such. Yeah, you can certainly buy those. But one thing I do like about um, and why I purchased most of my my albums from Amazon is because you bought I bought the album and then it included the uh, the MP3 files. Yeah. So. I was able to, yeah. That's that's most of my Amazon Music Library is full albums that I have purchased. Yeah, which was a, a kind of a nice little benefit. Not that I use it because most of the stuff that's up there is not DJ, except Huey Lewis. That's that's DJ playable. Playable. Everyone plays that. Eventually, everybody plays that. You know, everybody likes their yeah. But some of the other stuff, you know, the Van Halen stuff and Chicago. But you stuff. know what, MJ. Well, while we're already drinking, we might as well go there. That will probably eliminate a certain software if the only thing available is streaming. I know. I was really thinking about that. Poor DJ. What are those guys from Algorithm? What are they going to do? <laughs> you know, they had um, Spotify and they lost it. They had and they lost it. And then they went to a subscription service and, oh, poor guys. But you do realize that other software only works on... Uh, Max, I I don't have to worry about it. It could be sucked into that that Apple world, to where it could be, uh, we'll give you this music, uh, and we'll let you also play it on this software, sort of thing. And that's actually what I was kind of surprised at is is that Apple hasn't come out with a solution for that. You would think that they would know that there are potentially tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of people who are entertaining with their music service and i would think there's there's enough of a market to to that that they would charge Is thirty dollars a month and let you download stuff and then every month it has to has to refine it or you know do that kind of thing you think there's enough of a market for that is there a different because i'm pretty sure there is different 
copyright stuff that venues have to pay for, how's it worded? Entertainment and performance. So you can have a DJ singing, what was the other song you had there? Open the Door by Peter, Pete Townsend. Yeah. Right. I had to think what that was. So yeah. you could have a DJ playing Pete Townsend and then someone coming the next night and singing Pete Townsend, and they have to pay two different royalty rights for that. They would have to pay, well, you've got ASCAP, BMI, and... Uh, no, 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 not, not and then per ASCAP, S- BMI. There's, there's one that you... Let's say Pete Townsend was only on ASCAP. So if I were to play it, that venue would have to pay a entertainment copyright to ASCAP which is a certain amount. And mm-hmm. then someone coming singing it, they would have to pay because a singing, a performance copyright is three or four times as expensive as that because places, that's what they got busted for was DJs playing stuff. They thought they were paying for the coverage, but they're only paying it for entertainment, not performance. And then someone comes and performs and they get busted for not that. And that's where it gets expensive. So yeah. in this world of copyrights, does that throw that off between owning streaming are they going to define that in the future we're going sure we'll let you stream it but it's going to cost you four times as much and it, yeah it certainly could i mean there's and i think the i think we there's ask at bmi and then there's the secac or something that's siac or whatever there's a there's the third yeah. one i think the third one is what you're referring to because that's one that flies under the radar and i believe that's one that deals with um no with, they all they all writers. deal with performance or they're, they're, they they all deal with that. So if you have a venue that's all live performances, you have to pay a different thing to ASCAP than than if it was a DJ place playing playing it. It's like I said, it's an entertainment copyright or a performance copyright. That's the difference. So I wonder if so I wonder if you know if if Am- if Amazon and, and iTunes and we're just basically sticking with those two. If those two basically go away from the from the ability to download the the mp3 version all right the the piece that you can the digital copy that you can hold without having to renew okay if they end up going away do you feel that there might be a third group that would come in i wonder if any of our legitimate you know pools that we use for for music would be able to leverage and be like listen we realize we're not talking about the big scale but we still have a grouping of people that want to be able to get these old ones can we renegotiate our deals and sell on your behalf these old versions and there's money yeah and there's the thing is it's just it's so much money and so much hassle to license that um, and it's not so much that the promo onlys of the world don't want to do it. They would love to do it. And even though it would cost more money, um, they just don't know if they invested a ton of money into getting that system set up because they were working on they, they wanted at one time to have a, a one-off buying ability. And that would have been able to handle some of this uh, situation. And maybe this is still in the works. Uh, I've not talked to them and, and over here on this specific part. But the... Um, it was it was the managing of it and the Harry Fox agency that kind of oversees much of this and would be the ones that would you know, make the recommendations for the labels to get involved with it. They're not, uh, you know, it's not big enough potatoes for them to uh, to get into. Um, if I'm correct, and this is this kind of throws it in there. Um, I know I read it the other day. If you want to license, I think it's here, uh, September by uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm-hmm. Because it's the, the thing that people don't really realize, it's not who wrote the song or who sang the song that owns the song. So the song is owned by who owns the song. Mm-hmm. And that one, if I'm correct, is owned by five different people on all of the copyright services. So if the promo only or something was going that route that you're talking about, they would have to cover all of those just to be able to play that song. That's where it gets... It's not like John puts out a song and I pay John for usage of the song. John owns the song. His wife owns the song. His neighbor owns the song. They all own the song and I have to uh, create a deal where it makes them all happy that mm-hmm. I'm letting hundreds and thousands of DJs to play on it. Play with it. They're probably know. in the situations of like an, an Amazon and, and an iTunes and, and that to where... Or Apple rather, to where... 
you know, they could say, okay, listen, it, it, I might have to pay $5 for this song, but over here I only had to pay 20 cents. And so in the end we meet in the middle somewhere and I come out with a dollar 29 for each one. And so some I lose, some I gain, and in the end I come out ahead. Yeah, it's it's really tough to say how how they come up with their pricing and and uh, justify whether it was the ninety nine cents, dollar twenty nine, whatever. But I think that uh, that 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 there's more than just one person that's making that's that has their hand out when it comes to licensing of music is is the big part, you know, between who who does own it, and then sometimes unless they've signed their rights off, the artist does get a kickback from it. Um, whoever wrote the song could be getting a there's there's different aspects to that process. And it, could be five it could be two it could be ten you know it's hard to really hard to say each one's going to have a different uh, a different situation and that's where uh, you know the harry fox agency became kind of a clearing for that type of stuff because they're the ones who keep track of that but they don't have the time enough to uh, be or the staffing to be chasing after djs to figure out you know what what songs you played and then okay so you played these 25 songs last night that's going to be you know seven dollars and 53 cents can that, I take that could be a thing in the future that could turn this all around is that the it could be a requirement within the software and this is going to irritate some DJs bad that they have to track to own the software it tracks what you play then reports that in and then you pay a fee on what you play so if you're a quick mixer you're going to pay more a night than a slow mixer if you play hits as opposed to underground, you're going to pay more than the underground. And I think that is something that is feasible, a, 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 a rate to be put out like that. But I think, I think we'll see kind of a little bit difference though with that because there is, and, and of course we, you know, unfortunately we stand in, in you know, while we may have a hundred thousand of us across the you know US or whatever it is, um, we're still such a small potatoes, but the idea of, you know, technically, that's what the ASCAP and BMI payments are supposed to go to, that venues are supposed to have, is to cover that. I mean, I've heard, I've heard it said, you know, we can pretty much play whatever we want, however we got it, right? Because as long as you're playing in a place that pays the ASCAP and BMI. The problem is we're not technically allowed to own it. So we can't get in trouble for playing it. That's where that's taken care of, but we get in trouble for having it and owning it. And so like, there's that really fine line of what gets, what the way we do get nailed for it. So I think there'd be some, there'd be some potential pushback. And again, you know, we probably lose because of our size, but you know, that's what that, that playing, like keeping track and paying based upon what we play, that that's what those licenses are for. And in, dis cover that. and in discussions with those when we, we did that, um, and I don't remember it was a year or two ago, whatever, is that there was interest in it if we could put together a list of 2,000 songs that were the most played, that there could have been a, a clearing of a library for mobile DJs. It's just a question of what would those 2,000 songs be? But are those 2,000 songs covered by radio edit only or any version of that song? There, those are another another question of it. Okay, so then what version of it? And is each version constitute a song? So that separate, means separate exactly. Thing, yeah. So it and it became that that path of as a person went down that and we talked about that is it could get really hairy. And then of course that, then it might be ten thousand songs you need because of multiple multiple versions and different formats and things. Their idea is that if they're going to do something like that, they want to have it one back library that gets licensed. And everybody uses that back library, and then you can get your you you have your pools for your newer stuff. I guarantee I'm not going to want anything that's there because still to this day, older songs I'm downloading, I am not downloading the album version. Yeah, and there there would be the thing is that most likely you would be talking album versions because there's a lot of DJs, a lot of wedding DJs out there, and they're the ones who are going to most likely be ponying up would pony up the five thousand dollars to buy the library, buy access to the library for their lifetime. Whereas uh, a lot of uh, a lot of bedroom DJs, they they don't make the, make anything. So why would they do it? They can if they can find a way to pull the songs off YouTube or wherever, you know that's that's the way it is now. Whereas before, they might have said, you know what, I just want to, the songs I want, I'm going to buy them off iTunes, so I can be I can feel like I'm 
sponsor or helping the the people who are creating the music that I play. To a point, for many DJs, that aspect is be, going to be taken away from them. So, yeah, yeah they could still have the down. What I hope for is that streaming that you can then take offline anytime you want. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I think in the future, it's going to be really hard to purchase actual digital copies of stuff. I think so. And then the other, the other, and, th- and this brings up the you know the ugly you know argument that we haven't even haven't even talked about to you know let's assume for a second the you know the idj poll and and the deezers and, and things like that and, and and let's use spotify as as a prime example of what we saw three months ago four months ago now where suddenly an artist decides that they're going to get mad and say you know what i'm not going to have my music on that service anymore good point and now we, we couldn't download it because it didn't that service doesn't exist and what I use, or if they just, you know, what I use is not available. Now I'm like, you know, I'm SOL. So what, you know, what other potential directions do we end up going with that? Um, I, I do see one, one other potential coming up out of this groundwork, right? If, if this Amazon and, and Apple music just continues to go down that path, which it is, but let's just say, let's just say it does. All right. I see more and more pools that are illegal under the cover. Okay. They might have some legitimate pieces, but there's other things that are not more and more of them are going to pop up. Mm-hmm. I, I think without about without a doubt, there's going to be more and more. If they weren't already, they will find a way to do it. Well, just, just to, just to prove that point, Dan, I got yeah. a I got a message today about a service out there. And what this service will allow you to do is to create a group of people and they they have got servers around the world and you can go and you set up a, a a music folder somewhere. And that small group of people that you've invited, well now this this folder is out in the world somewhere, but it's hidden basically from everybody else. And it's not one music server, it's around and your group of friends that you are, now, you are all sharing that same library of music. And it's a popular little site on, on the, uh, the dark side, maybe not the dark internet, the dark web, but I mean, it's the, it's the, the, uh, you know, the, the back Reddit room type of, uh, of access. There's already stuff like that. My entire library is online and people need something. I just, you know, if I like you, I'll give you the link to it. Yeah, yeah, but this is this would be. So I mean, there's already people out. I know yeah. for a fact the one club I DJ at, they have four four different styles of music on um, uh, Dropbox, and if you're one of the DJs, they'll let you have access to it and get what you need for that night. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's all out there. I mean, people are already doing that. Um, See, and I think in a service like that, if if one of the DJs would become disgruntled. And if they would turn that in, there's where the problem lies. This particular service, if one of the group becomes disgruntled, they could try to turn it in, and it's it's it doesn't exist. They, they can never track it down because they've yeah. got they've got it hidden in such a way. Um, that's when you get into that uh, foreign. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I mentioned the French server, uh, the music, uh, the the music and, and different uh, copyright things in France is a a little bit that's different like- world. Deezer's in France. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's a different... I want to uh, say two things. Uh, somebody mentioned this in the chat a while ago, and I definitely want to I- iterate on this. And I, I, don't, I haven't found a person yet that disagrees with this. Uh, curate your own library. Do not rely on online stuff. Use it as a backup. But curate, don't don't take that chance because crap, mm-hmm. like Dan said, you know the the artist or the record label or anything can happen and you have that one version you've been playing for years, now all of a sudden you have no access to it. So, number one, curate your own library. And number two, how many of you out there like me, the Apple and the Amazon thing, I have never downloaded a song from either one of those. So, who who out there like me that there's there's nothing about either one of those, they could blow up today and it wouldn't pick up my life whatsoever. Is anybody else out there like that? And I think that, Dan, you've, you've done iTunes stuff, haven't you? I mainly stick to Amazon, but okay. yeah. But you have done it, yeah. And I think I think that oh, part yeah. of it is is mainly because of our, our we getting requests, and that's something that uh, you probably don't get as you you curate your library in a specific for specific songs and specific 
No, I just get them elsewhere. But but you do. You're not you're not taking requests and and going then when for a song that you will probably never play again. Most likely not. Uh, you're not going to go and buy the that Conway you know Hello Darling from Conway Twitty. No, but if I need it, I'll grab it offline. Yeah. Through one of the services that I pay that's illegal. I don't need to go to Amazon or Apple. I can just go to one of the other. Let's see how many versions of that um, that I can find. Because I've had this thing open all night, and every time you mention something, I'll do a search for it, and I'll go, here's seven versions of it. Um, uh, Hello, darling. I think, I think what also makes makes a little bit of a difference is, you know, you know in, in, yes, I could, I could access those same type of, of things in advance, those same type of sites in advance. My my kind of philosophy behind philosophy behind it and i think kind of the same idea that you know some of these other people that run into uh run into it is you know we're going to attempt to do it as legitimately as possible and and for a couple different reasons one might be out of fear okay that might be a straight up thing is fearful that some point some way somehow i'm going to access something the wrong way or somebody's going to come back at me you know, that might be a small portion of people that feel that way. But then I think there's another portion of people who feel that if I am running my business as a legitimate business, then every aspect of that business should be legitimate. Right. If I'm fall into that, Dan, like legitimately what I didn't mean to do legitimate on top of your legitimate. That's but right. what do you think? Uh, that last one. Yeah. Like how, what percentage do people think fall into that hundred percent legit all that? Just your your idea. I don't think there's a right or wrong. No, I, I think I think it also comes down to what category of DJs that we're talking about. So, for example, if we're talking about mobile out playing in an event DJ, I think that's probably fifteen to twenty percent. Wow, I w- I would guess less than a percent of the ones that are actively out playing. Yes. Okay. Most in, of in my- a most of them, I think, don't care. Okay. They can get what they and, want. And you, and you very well might. They can, but if somebody wants it for a wedding, they're going to get it no matter what. I, let me rephrase that. Notice I said stay as, I didn't say stay 100% legit. Okay. I said stay as legit as possible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Looking for so, opportunities. So, it, if, so yeah. exactly. When, like, for example, if I have a couple that comes to me and they ask for this song and there is no way possible for me to get it there, I would agree. There's probably less than a 1% of, of DJs that do this for a mobile aspect that would say, sorry, doesn't exist. Yes, it does. It's on YouTube. Sorry, I'm not going to do that. You're right. I think that's less than less than a percent. However, I think 15 to 20% would stay. I'm going to stay as legitimate as possible and use those resources only as a last resort. Yeah, so you, and I've I've heard that that discussed many a times is that if they can if they can say okay I can get it I can pay the two or dollar fifty here and buy it or I can download a version over here that's coming from YouTube or whatever I'm going to spend the money in most cases, but there yeah, are those yeah, times. Not, yeah, yeah, that's that's a given. I'm just talking about I honestly think in this mentality of the DJ playing doing it legally. I just think there there's a lot of DJs out there that say, "Oh, absolutely, I'm going to do it legally." But if you actually knew them, that would be a full out lie. I guarantee there are boatloads of DJs who claim that I I ever all my stuff's legal, and it's not. I guarantee they probably every single week download stuff that's illegal. And just tell everybody to try to up there. You know, look at me because I think there's a lot. I, the world's full of liars and oh, DJ, yeah. right? Hyped, uh, biggest uh, smoke and mirror people there are. And I, I, I would, I would go as far as I don't know if there's any any DJ that I know of that has a complete 100% legal library. There's going to I be some. 75%. I think I know of one. I think I know of one. But only one. Yeah, that would be that would be it. I mean, I, my my library. I bought a lot of music over my lifetime, but there's there are a couple of songs that I can only get off YouTube that were not available other places. It's just you know, I've gotten a couple of songs from friends when I've needed something because I couldn't get to ac- get access whatever. So every, we've all got it. You know, mainly legal. If you count ninety five percent legal or purchased music. Okay, that, now you're probably you're now I'm I'm hitting that one. I would honestly say in the whole DJ community, like all across all different genres of types of DJs, that I bet that 
75% of all DJs have less than 50% of their songs gotten legally. Yeah, I think it, it might not, even be... Most DJs don't have half a library that's done legally. Yeah, I, I think there's... I, it might even not even be that. I think you might be looking at uh, that uh, two-thirds of the DJs out there do not have a mainly legal library. Yeah. I would say, because there's very few... Uh, it's hard to. I mean, straight very, off the bat, it's hard to do that. Well, even even when Nick was on, he, there are some songs that he would like to have that are, aren't in the promo only, and he's he's said that is is just the reality of the situation. So he's had to go to sources to find uh, find some tracks for his own personal play. They got the you know a lot of the newer stuff that they. But if you're looking for something that falls in the cracks, that gets to be really really tough. I mean, if you want to find uh, uh, um, what was it Tiffany's version of Love Is a Battlefield. You know, Whoa. you can't find that everywhere. MJ's looking right now. Yeah. <laughs> the, one, the one cheating service I have does not have any Conway Twitty, and I respect them even more now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm but I, 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 I think there's also people, and, and Scott in, in, the, in the chat mentioned, you know, in a rural area, can't depend on bandwidth. And I think that's where you have some of the other people that fall into the, fall into, you know, I would do the streaming, but... I would do the streaming, but, and I think, I think some of them have obviously made some leaps and bounds um, with that. And I think some of the servers services do that, but I think some of the struggle also with, within that idea is kind of the fight of, you know, fear that the song will go away. So that's why they want to make sure they have the digital, the, the physical digital copy. Okay. But also, and, 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 you know, I, I agree with maybe their mentality of the cost, but, you know, Spotify is 10 bucks a month. Maybe, maybe they're 12 now, whatever. But, but you know, they're, they're 10 to 12. And some of these services are 40, 50 a month. And I recognize that it's because of the idea of, of how it's consumed and what we're using it for. So the thought is it should be more expensive. But I think it's hard sometimes for some of these groups to say, okay, I'm spending $40 for the physical copy. Now I'm turning around and spending, spending $40 for a, maybe I will use it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's like, I, I, I feel like, you know, MJ, you were talking about within that paying so much. I think that it would be kind of the thought where some of them would go is if it kept track of how much you stream from them. And that was like a prorated amount of what they charge you. I think there could be, you know, up to a certain maximum fee. Yeah. You know, I think there, I think that I could get behind, you know, a little bit different than just the, you know, I'm keeping track. And if you play a thousand tracks, then I'm, then you're getting charged $400 this month. Well, okay. Different story. Mm -hmm. I I just think they're going to pick whatever way. I think why it's being held back so much. And I just opened something up. So if I'm freezing, let me know. No, you're good. You're you're trying Um, to download love is a battlefield from Tiffany. Aren't you? I'm I'm looking for it. Um, but what I think is that I think this is my, my, my big skeptical mind behind all this is that the reason they haven't decided on something is because they haven't figured out what way they can make the most money. Yeah, totally. I mean, they're businesses. They'd be dumb not to. I mean, that's, that's the purpose is to make as much money. And so obviously, you know, as you said it before, you know, to control the end, end result in such a way that makes them the most money in the end... You know, but, uh, you know, we're sitting here going, you know, hey, we're, we're an industry that wants to be, you know, that, that we're talking about how we get our access to these tracks that are older, you know, and, and I think, you know, I think about my son, you know, he's at, at some point wanting, you know, he says he wants to come along and, and do this, you know, with me, mm-hmm. you know, if, if we're going to try and be legitimate and build his collection the right way. Oh crap! You know, like that might not be exactly feasible. So, yeah. <laughs> Can't find "Love Is a Battlefield" by Tiffany. Any? Well, I, I haven't checked Deezer. Let's see if it's on Deezer. Um, Conway Twitty's like nowhere. Anyway. Yep, I can get it. I could play it right now from Deezer. I could play like a zillion different versions of it. The Glee cast did a version I can play. If someone said, I want the Glee version of that, I can stream it. You can do that. Uh, There's a lot of, there's probably, um, oops. Does Twitty have two T's in it? Yeah. 
Yeah, there's a whole lot of Conway Twitty on Deezer, too. So mm -hmm. that's why, again, why I subscribe to both of those. I'm not going to get the edited versions that I want on, on there, but if push comes to shove, I can play a song that someone wants, no matter how stupid it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and one, of the, one of the big things with the, you know, with promo only, why I, I like that is because they go through and they've cleaned up many of the songs uh, for that. Do D, that's does a Deezer? tough thing for DJs who need both sides of that. Yeah. It's crucial. Yeah. Yeah, so in, that's literally, I don't remember what song we were looking at. Uh, oh, a Doja, uh, some Doja Cat uh, stuff. And you've got the the clean edit, and you've got the not-so-clean edits uh, that are that are going through there. Yeah. And it's it's like, okay, you know, that's that's good good to have. I don't, I'm not going to be playing the other versions because of playing in schools, but, you know, that's um, one of those things that if I'm on a streaming service, Spotify specifically, I may not have that that option to play or decide which one I, I might just stumble across the other one. That's why for me, everything that I want to play that I'm going to be playing out, I can't get from a legal service because mm -hmm. they're not going to have a twerk redrum of Conway Billy 20? Joel's uh, had to be a big shot. I actually have a Dr. Dre version of NWA version of had to be a big shot. Um, Stuff like that, you're not going to find on on a, a major service. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that just doesn't affect me. And I'm just wondering how many other DJs out there. I mean, the wedding DJs are a little bit more mainstream in what they need. But uh, there's got to be both the EDM crowd, too. Everything mm -hmm. they play is a, a, another version of the version. Yeah. Yeah, and if they aren't, if, and if they can't find a, a download source for that, most of the music that they would be using isn't on iTunes and isn't. They would then make it themselves, yeah. Or they have to, yeah. So there's, yeah. So it'll be an interesting time to see how this all, uh, all comes so, together. Before we end here, John, I want your final word on this. Yeah. Time frame you think some of these changes would take place because you are very good at judging things when it comes to oh, I see this happening within the next two years, next five years, next. What do you think with this music service stuff? Where it's going to go? What do you think we're going to see in 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 any of this? Twenty twenty four is going to be the year. I think that uh, that's that's when uh, things are going to uh, going to really shut down. And uh, and I'm I'm putting this on because there's some technology changes coming out of Apple again, and I think Apple's the forefront runner in this realm. Um, so I think in twenty twenty four we're going to uh, we're going to be really changing how we handle this, and it might be that this becomes a limiting factor for DJs getting into our industry. And it might be a good thing for those of us who have been there and have the have what we need. Or it could be time for guys that are, you know, by another two years, you're talking I'll be in my mid-50s. It might be, you know, that the hassle's not worth it anymore. And it's time to, uh, you know, go play my Conway Twitty record and my Huey Lewis record and, you know, call it a day. Welcome, guys. Yeah. One thing I want to mention, and I'll give a plug for DJ Rachel. It was probably about two months ago now, maybe a month and a half. Um, she put out a video that kind of went through quite a bit of the streaming and, you know, ins and outs of it. And, and MJ, I'm sure you've done shows as well. I just happened to see the short version of, of the video that she did. Uh, what was that? Didn't see I know I... I, I didn't see yours because yours is an hour long. Hers was like 20 minutes. Um, so, but with that, with that in case, you know, just do a quick search for either of them and, and you get a better understanding of, of the fact that you don't have to be as afraid of that streaming option um, as maybe you were five years ago. Oh yeah. For um, sure. You know, if, if not even just two years ago. So, you know, keep that, keep that in mind. Don't just automatically chalk it off, you know, check some things out because when I saw those and, and started hearing and, and realizing, oh, the cue points can go in and they will stay in. And, you know, because that was one of my biggest fears. It's like, okay, great. And now I set all these cue points. And then, you know, a, a month down the road, I decided to go back to it. Oh, now it's gone. Like now that my cue points are gone um, and all that kind of stuff that's still there. So tag anything with a special genre, any of that all stays there. Yeah. So, yeah, so definitely nice. something that you'd want to, um, you know, invest some time in research, if nothing else. For sure. Okay. So up next, in about 30 seconds, um, <laughs> uh, djntv.com slash chill. Howie is going to uh, be leading the, the crew tonight talking about uh, um, 
what, talking about wedding couples uh, that have regrets about not prioritizing the entertainment at their receptions. And a lot of us have heard the stories. They're going to be kind of talking about that. Again, djntv.com slash chill. Uh, you guys can pop out there and hang out with the guys. And I think let's wrap and go, Dan. All right. So on that note, thank you very much for spending some time with us. Have yourself a great night. We'll see you next Monday. Bye. Bye.